Good morning, everyone. So last week I was still in Paris, but now I'm back in Stockholm. And it always makes me feel a little bit weird to be back. I'm not always a big fan of coming back to my daily life and the routines that I have. And that might be one of the reasons, might be, that I've been a traveler since... Uh, since I was a teenager, so I've always, always taken every chance that have come across my path to to travel, to explore, to live with other families abroad, uh, go on my own, and going with friends. And I've always, <laughs> I've I've always been homesick, uh, especially being away for months or year. Uh, I've always been homesick. And then I come home, it's amazing to see everyone. And then the travel bag has always kicked in and I've been eager to to leave again, uh, planning my next trip. It's kind of the same this time, but I've got projects happening in Stockholm and they're more serious than they've ever been before because these are my projects and it's not just university related or work work related and and that makes it easier uh, which is which is nice uh, I'm not I've been back for what is it five days and I'm not screaming <laughs> to to get out traveling I've got uh, ideas for big travels that I really want to do and I want to go back to Paris. I'm not done. I've gotten connections. There's other people I want to visit in other places. Yes. But at the moment, even though it's cold, even though it's dark, I'm excited to be here because of all of the things that is happening here in Stockholm. And that's pretty amazing that I don't have to to travel. And in a way, I feel like I've conquered the travel bug so that I can enjoy traveling when I want to. And I'm always going to do that because I think it's one of the most amazing experiences and ways to gain insight to see how other people live, meet cultures, getting inspiration and new experiences, not only when it comes to food and chocolate, but in life in general. But it's nice to feel that I don't have to travel and because I know I'm going to whenever it's time. I don't have to freak out just because I've been back for a couple of days. So that is a really good thing. With that, with that said, though, it might have to do with the projects, and uh, nothing bad again. Uh, nothing bad with that, I guess. Especially uh, since it means that I'm I'm on the right path with what I want to do in life, and hopefully, that's the, that's the way it's gonna be. That it's easier to stay at home. It's easier to deal with daily life if you're if you're content. And now I'm going to share my latest project with you. I've been working on a couple of projects since this summer. Uh, I've always got new flavor combinations, new bonbons, new cake ideas. And I constantly talk to people about chocolate. I do a lot of chocolate tasting, so that's already part of what I do. But since this summer, I've been more and more eager to explore the, the different uh, pathways of flavor and how we can combine them. 
And I've been really curious, both trying it myself, looking at how other people do, and um, talking to a lot of people about pairing. How we can pair chocolate with both food and beverages to increase the flavor and get uh, that flavor explosion or a smoother taste or a more ex exciting, a thrilling taste when we eat and drink something. And I can finally present uh, on Tuesday a live version of this. So together with a guy from Svenska Handwerksdrycker, which means Swedish hand-brewed drinks, spirits, not only alcohol, but a lot of different kinds of alcohol, but also non-alcoholic ones. We will be at Savant Bar, which is a bar in central Stockholm, between 5 and about 10 o'clock on Tuesday night. And people can come in, they can choose a combination of a drink and chocolate, either a truffle bonbon or a single origin chocolate to discover how these things pair with each other. And I'm really excited that it's finally happening. We've got a set date and it's just a week away, which means that there will be lots of chocolate happening this week. And it's lovely, especially coming back after a lot of a, a chocolatey week in France. It's really nice to have lots of chocolate and a lot of things happening here too. So there's really nothing to complain about. And I think all of you know the feeling when you're launching a project after a long time. Something that you've been really excited about. And hopefully I will see a lot of you there. If you're in Stockholm on Tuesday, just pop by. There, You don't have to uh, sign in or anything. It's just an open event. You come in, have a chat, have a look. Try some chocolate or and spirits if you feel like it. Otherwise, just say hi and uh, be curious. If you don't have the possibility to attend, you can, of course, uh, get some trunklets here on, uh, on our channels. I will post some pictures on Instagram stories so that you can see what's happening. And if you're curious to know more about pairings, I will do a podcast episode and where I talk about how you can try different things and and without revealing what I'm going to talk about in that episode I just want to say that you should always be open-minded that's the, that's the word I was looking for you should always be open-minded and trust your own taste buds because no matter what a professional says, you're the one to enjoy what you're eating, what you're drinking. And we all have different preferences because we have different experiences prior to, to today. So when you taste something and you find hints of berries or a taste of citrus, it's because those are your points of reference. Other people might be able to pinpoint, it's not just citrus, it's, it's orange zest, or it's lemony, or it's a very yuzu kind of acidity. But unless you've tasted yuzu, you, if you've never tasted yuzu, you won't be able to even 
come up with the possibility. So we're always dependent on our prior experiences. And the more you eat, the more you think about what you eat, the more you smell things, the more you think about what's, what you smell, you will build a larger vocabulary to express what you taste and feel. And you will be able to find those details. Some people that work with, um, uh, with wine and chocolate tell me, and I, can agree, I, and I agree, that you develop. If I would taste chocolates that I enjoyed 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't enjoy them as much now because my, change, my, my preference uh, of taste has changed. So whenever you try two things together, really focus. Like, do I like these things together? What happens? How do they work together? And in that sense, you can make any, any dinner into a pairing if you have the, the patience. Sometimes we just want to eat and enjoy. But just take a, one bite and really think about what you what you experience i think that will increase any meal even if you can't do it the whole time because eating with people talking having a great time is is a lovely way to spend an evening you can't only focus on flavor with that said though i have a tendency to truly truly enjoy a dinner where <laughs> when you're at the dessert you realize that I've been eating and talking about chocolate and food and different kinds of beverages for two hours. So while eating, we've talked about food, the food we're eating or other food experiences. And I think that I think that's a great way to spend a dinner, eating food, talking about food. But maybe that's just me. Everyone's not as crazy. Uh, as I am, even though I tend to tend to surround myself with people who are very interested in gastronomy. Truth be told. So uh, I'm gonna leave you with a hopefully an, a lovely Friday ahead of you. I hope you will think about what you eat uh, and maybe be a little bit open-minded and try something that you haven't tried before so that you can build your reference point when it comes to taste and smells. Have a lovely weekend as well, and hopefully I will see you on Tuesday. Otherwise, I'll hope to, that you tune in next Friday to listen to me, and uh, that you will have a lovely listen to Anna, Sara and Pauline before that. So, bye-bye. Ciao.